The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. Welcome into Quick Hits on Hawkeyes. Mike, I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Follow me on Twitter at Tyler Chumlin. Follow along with us on Twitter at Hawkeyes. Mike, Hawkeyes, Mike, broadcasting original sports programming for the Iowa Hawkeyes for more than 10 years. The 10-year anniversary of the 2006 Outback Bowl sees the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Florida Gators back in the same game. Kirk Ferentz was there in 2006. Urban Meyer, the head coach of the Gators then, not the coach now. Jim McElwain is the leader for the SEC um, Florida Gators going into this football game. Both teams Eight and four. The Hawkeyes wrapping up the season with three nice victories. One over Michigan. Michigan number three in the country at the time when they had the last second field goal to win it at Kinnick Stadium. Then they shut out Illinois in the second to last week of the year. And then the blowout victory over the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Then ranked 16 at Kinnick Stadium on Black Friday. Big matchup for the Hawkeyes and the Gators. I mentioned that it was the 10-year anniversary of that 2006 Outback Bowl. I mentioned that game because Florida won that one 31-24 over the Iowa Hawkeyes. Lots of controversy in that football game. Uh, Iowa scored late in the game, offsides on an onside kick, which they recovered. The the call was offsides. Were they offsides or were they not offsides? There's tape from earlier in the game where Florida was definitely offsides on a kickoff. It was called. It was 10 years ago. Doesn't matter. Two eight and four teams set to tee it up in, in the Outback Bowl 2017, the first game of the year for 2017. Iowa, Florida. Let's get into it. Iowa wins a toss. They like to defer. Florida will take the ball. Kaluzzi kicks at 65 yards. Touchback. Florida takes over at their own 25-yard line. First and 10. Appleby passing complete. Looking for Lewis. Jewel on the stop. Second and 10. Scarlett runs for two yards to the Florida 27. Jewel and Hesse with the stop. Third and 8. Appleby drops. Hits Cleveland for 16 yards to the Florida 43. That's a first down. Gators first and 10 from the 43. Appleby incomplete pass. Searching for Callaway. Second and 10. Powell runs for three to the Florida 46. Hesse and Snyder on the stop. But there's a penalty. It's holding on the play. Brings Florida back to the 33, second and 20. Appleby drops back on second down. Brandon Snyder steps in front of the pass. Interception, Iowa. He falls down to the ground. Interception. The Hawkeyes with the momentum to start the game. Five plays, eight yards, 153. Time elapsed. Results in a turnover. Iowa begins at their own 28-yard line. Daniels runs for four yards to the 32-yard line. Second and six. Daniels runs for three to the Iowa 35. Third and three. Bethard drops. Looking. Can't hit anybody. Incomplete pass brings up fourth and three. Kaluzzi comes on. Boots won 43 yards to the Florida 22. Callaway fair catches it. Three plays, seven yards, 126. Time elapsed. Florida drive starts with 11.41 remaining in the first period. Florida gets the ball back. 11.41 to tick in the first quarter. First and 10 from the 22 of the Gators. Appleby pass complete to Powell for seven yards to the Florida 29. Josie Jewell on the stop yet again. Second and three. P. Ryan runs for no gain to the Florida 29. He's met by Hesse. Third and three. Appleby drops. Looking, it's tipped. Desmond King comes up with the interception at the 27 of Florida. He falls to the ground. The Hawkeyes, another interception, another turnover. They're in business. Three plays, seven yards, 120. Time elapsed for Florida. Hawkeyes starting in plus territory. First and 10 from the 27 of the Gators. Wadley this time runs for 11 yards down to the 16-yard line and a first down. He's pushed out of bounds. First and 10 again. Wadley gets stopped for a loss of two yards by Jefferson. Second and 12. Bethard drops looking for Kittle. He's hurried by 
by Johnson. Can't get him. Incomplete pass. Third and 12. Beathard. Incomplete again. Looking for Kittle. Fourth and 12 from the 18-yard line. What's Iowa going to do here? Nine minutes remaining in the first quarter. They elect to kick the field goal. Keith Duncan comes on. Sails it through from 36. The Hawkeyes take the lead. They strike first. Iowa 3. Florida 0. Clock reads 8.56 on the first quarter. Five plays. Nine yards. 125. Time elapsed. Gators getting the ball back. Kaluzzi's kickoff sails through the end zone for the touchback. Florida takes over at their own 25. Appleby gets Callaway. He goes 34 yards into Iowa territory to the 41. That's a first down. Florida. Brandon Snyder on the stop. Brandon Snyder on the breakdown of coverage. First and 10. Scarlett runs for one yard to the 40-yard line of Iowa. Second and nine. Appleby hits Powell this time. Eight yards to the 32. He's pushed out of bounds by Anthony Gare. Third and one. Scarlett runs for one yard to the 31. That's a first down. He's stopped by Budgeta. First and 10. Incomplete pass. Looking for Callaway is Appleby. Second and 10. Appleby. Pass complete this time. He hits Callaway for five yards to the Iowa 26. He's out of bounds. Josh Jackson with the play. Third and five. Appleby. Incomplete. Looking for Callaway yet again. Pinero comes on for the field goal attempt from 44 yards at the Iowa 26-yard line. He hits it. Sails it. It's good. Clock reads 542. We're all tied up. Iowa 3. Florida 3. Eight plays. 49 yards. 314. Time elapsed for the Gators. Hawkeyes with the ball back. Drive starts at 542 after the touchback kick at their own 25. First and 10. Daniels runs for five yards to the Iowa 30. Second five. Wadley runs for one yard to the Iowa 31. He's met by Joseph. Third and four. Bethard scrambles. Runs for eight yards to the Iowa 39-yard line. And the first down off to the left-hand side of the field. First and 10. Wadley runs for four yards to the Iowa 43. Second and six. Bethard on the ground again for four yards to the 47. Third and two. Bethard looking for Jermenic Smith. Incomplete pass, but it's offsides on Brian of Florida. That's five yards and the first down into Gator territory at their own at their 48-yard line. First and 10. Bethard looking for Peter Picard. His first catch of his career for five yards down to the Florida 43. Nice throw. Nice catch by Picard. Second and five. Wadley can't get anything on the ground. Third and five. Bethard drops. Looking for Noah Font. Can't hit him. Incomplete pass. Fourth and five from the Florida 43-yard line. Iowa not ready to gamble yet. Ron Kaluzzi comes on. Punts at 28-yard line. Tw- 28 yards to the Florida 15. Fair caught by Callaway. Eight plays. 32 yards. 440. Time elapsed. Score still 3-3. Three to three. Florida drive starts at 102 remaining in the first quarter. First and 10 from the 15. Callaway this time runs for six yards to the Florida 21. He fumbles forced by Brandon Snyder. Callaway recovers it though on the play at the 21 yard line. Florida's offense has looked efficient but shaky because of the turnovers. Two interceptions so far in the game but they had a fumble here. Florida fortunate enough to get on the football. Second and four. Appleby gets Callaway again three yards this time to the Florida 24 yard line. Third and one. Scarlett runs for one yard to the Florida 25. Gets the first down. He's tackled by Anthony Gare. That's the end of the first quarter. Florida Gators at their own 25-yard line. Score is 3-3 to between the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Gators. The 2017 Outback Bowl. This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Follow along with us on Twitter, at Hawkeyes Mike. Me on Twitter, at Tyler Chumlin. Into the second quarter. Tie ball game. First and 10 from the Gator 25. They've got the ball. Scarlett runs for 12 yards to the Florida 37. That's a first down on first and 10. Scarlett again for three yards this time to the 40. Second and seven. Appleby, a complete pass trying to find Powell. He's hurried big time by Jalil Johnson. Second and five. Appleby drops back. He's sacked by Anthony Nelson on the play to the 33-yard line. That's a loss of seven yards. Brings up fourth and 14. Townsend comes on to punt 40 yards to the Iowa 27. Desmond King takes it. Goes 19 yards to the Iowa 46, but it's an illegal block in the back by Devontae Young. 
That's 10 yards back to the Iowa 36-yard line. First and 10, Iowa ball at their own 36. Seven plays, 18 yards, 301 time elapsed on the Florida possession. Iowa's got to get something moving here on offense. 13-01 remaining in the second quarter. First and 10, Wadley runs for two yards to the Iowa 38-yard line. Second and eight, Iowa 38. Akram Wadley goes right 27 yards, makes a couple defenders, miss to the Florida 35-yard line. First down, Iowa. He's pushed out of bounds by Wilson on the this first down run, Akram Wadley eclipses the 1,000-yard mark for the season. Him and LaShawn Daniels, the only running back duo to each rush for 1,000 yards in the same season for the Iowa Hawkeyes in their history. Very special season for Wadley and Daniels. First and 10 from the Florida 35-yard line after the big carry. Daniels comes in this time. He runs for 11 yards to the Florida 24. Gators reeling. First down, Iowa. First and 10. Wadley runs for a loss of 2 yards. Yards this time he's stopped by Brian. Second and 12. Bethard drops, hits Wadley out of the backfield. Loss of two yards again this time to the Florida 28 yard line. Third and 14. Bethard's got to make something happen. He drops, gets Kittle. George Kittle, the senior tight end, for 18 yards down to the Florida 10. First down, Iowa. First and goal. Daniels runs for three yards to the Florida 7 from the 10. He's stopped by Joseph and Ivy. Second goal. Bethard can't get Kittle. Third and goal. Bethard runs for six yards off to the left hand side of the field. Makes a juke move, gets hit by Harris, reaches for the end zone. It's in. No, it's not in. Bethard can't quite get it across the plane. It's ruled down at the half yard line, but the big storyline on this play was C.J. Bethard injured his leg on the play very seriously. It hindered him the entire rest of the football game until he eventually came out um, at the end of this football game. But this brings up a precarious situation for Kirk Ferentz and his coaching staff. What do they do here? It's a tie game, 3-3. Three three. Fourth and goal from the Florida 1. It looks like points are going to be coming at a premium in this football game. Ferentz elects to go for it. LaShun Daniels runs to the left-hand side off tackle. Can't get it. Loss of two yards. He's stopped by Harris. Questionable call for Ferentz to go for it. But he rolls the dice, can't quite get it. Iowa halted at the goal line. Here's Kirk Ferentz's comments after the football game on going for it in this situation. No, not at all. I mean, the thought process there, you know, obviously we thought we were going to score or we wouldn't have gone for it. And the other thing factors in, if uh, if we don't, you know, we've got them on the one, so we're hopeful that we can get field position, get back, and at least get back there and have an opportunity. And, uh, you know, a big part of the uh, game, you know, we've been an opportunistic football team this year. And uh, to come up short there in the red zone, and then earlier and in the game as well. You know, those are those are the little plays that we have to make if we're gonna have a chance to compete against a team like Florida. Ten plays, sixty-one yards, five twenty time elapsed. The Hawkeyes turnover on downs at the Florida goal line after Daniels can't quite get the first down. Florida takes over, seven forty-one remaining in the first half. First and ten from their own three. Scarlet runs for nine yards to the Florida twelve, gives them some breathing room. Second one, Florida twelve. Scarlet runs off to the left, forty-six yards later down to the Iowa. 42. It's a first down Florida. He's pushed out of, down, out of bounds by Desmond King. Iowa missed a ton of tackles on this on this play. Four or five tackles on the play. We're going to hear about that here coming up in a little bit. Brings up first and 10 in Iowa territory for Florida. Appleby drops incomplete looking for Callaway. Second and 10. Pirine this time runs for four yards down to the Iowa 38. He's pushed out of bounds by Jewel yet again. Third and six. Appleby drops. He's sacked by Aaron Menz on a big 
Bagstown, a big tackle, eight yards back to the Iowa 46, fourth and 14 from the 46. Florida takes the delay of game. They're forced to punt. Brings up fourth and 19. Townsend booms one, 51 yards, goes into the end zone, though. Not good for Florida. Five plays, 46 yards, 254. Time elapsed. 447 remaining in the first half. First and 10 from the 20. Akram Wadley runs for six yards to the Iowa 26. Second four, Wadley gets three yards this time. Third and one, Daniels runs for one yard to the Iowa 30. That's the first down, first and 10. Now, C.J. Beathard came back in this game at this point. He was obviously hobbled, obviously injured. It seemed like the right thing to do for Iowa to hand the ball off a few times, try to get their feet underneath him. But on first and 10, Beathard drops, looking for LaShawn Daniels, incomplete pass. He's hurried by Zuniga of Florida. Second and 10, Wadley runs for two yards down to the Iowa 32. Beathard still in there. Third and eight, Beathard looking for Jermenic Smith. Can't hit him. That brings up fourth and eight from the Iowa 32. Kaluzzi comes on to punt. 53-yard booming punt to the Florida 15. Callaway Fair catches. Six plays, 12 yards, 245. Time elapsed. We're playing ping pong right now between the Big Ten Hawkeyes and the SEC Florida Gators. Someone needs to have something work on offense. Florida... They strike first. 202 remaining. First and 10 from the Florida 15. Appleby drops, hits Thompson. 85 yards and a bunch of missed tackles later. He finds the end zone. Pinero's PAT is good. Florida gets up 10 to 3. One play, 85 yards, a ton of missed tackles. Iowa missed four or five tackles on the play. Here's Ben Neiman after the game talking about missed tackles on this play, among others, in this football game. Really, just missed tackles on that play. Um, I think there's four or five of them, and maybe if you want to get, you can't do that. So, you know, a lot of times you miss tackles in the big plays, too. So, that's what it was. Iowa linebacker Ben Neiman discussing missed tackles and correctable moments during the Outback Bowl, Iowa versus Florida. Sean Welsh was asked after the game about momentum because at this point in time, it seemed like Iowa had something cooking, something moving right along. They give the ball right back to Florida where Florida has an 85-yard play to try and build momentum. Interesting play, interesting comments here by Sean Welsh where he says momentum doesn't really factor in. Here's Welsh. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a point where I, you know, I, I really try not to tap into momentum. And I don't really believe in any of that. It's, you know, 0-0 zero, zero after every series. And regardless of what happened the series before, you can score, you can go three and out. It, it doesn't change. You know, the, the focus is on execution and our process and um, doing things the right way. You, know, you, don't, you don't look at the score or the momentum. That's, that's for the fans. 10-3, Gators over the Hawkeyes. 146 remaining in the first half. C.J. Beathard obviously hindered um, his health-wise. Iowa 25-yard line, first and 10 after the touchback kick. Beathard gets wildly on first down for five yards to the 30. Second and five. Beathard drops. He's tackled for a sack by Brantley. Seven yards back. Beathard gets up slow. Florida takes a timeout. They want more. It's third and 12. Beathard drops. Gets wildly. No gain on the play, though, to the Iowa 23. Timeout Florida. Jim Mack win wants the ball back fourth and 12 Kaluzzi comes on hits another good punt 46 yards to the 31 of Florida Callaway with a nice return of 21 yards India into Iowa territory to the 48 he's pushed out of bounds by Amani Hooker three plays minus two yards 51 seconds time elapsed the Hawkeyes offense has stalled 55 remaining in the first half first and 10 from the Iowa 48 Appleby gets Callaway for one yard to the Iowa 47 he's met by Desmond King second nine Appleby this time on the ground for two yards to the 45 
five. He's tackled by Budgeta. So that third and seven. Florida takes a timeout. Clock reads 28 seconds. On third and seven, Appleby drops back. Josie Jewell breaks free. Sacks him for a loss of four yards. Back to the Iowa 49-yard line. That's going to do it on the first half. End of the first half, Florida 10, Iowa 3. Very interesting that Florida decided to go for it um, on that third down play from the 45-yard line. Uh, after after the sack, they elected to let the half run out. Interesting because Pinheiro has been known to be kicking long field goals. He was kicking 65, 70, 75-yard field goals, at least attempting them in pregame. Uh, there's video of him kicking 75 to 77 yarders in practice, but it's all the same. Florida can't get anything at the end of the half. 10 to 3, Gators over the Hawkeyes going into the halftime break. Bethard's hurt. Iowa's offense is stalled. They can't seem to convert in the red zone. They can't seem to convert touchdowns off of turnovers. These are the types of football games that the Iowa Hawkeyes historically under Kirk Ferentz have really, really struggled during. Will Iowa bounce back in the second half and try to right the ship a little bit, or will Florida turn this into a boat race and run Iowa off the field at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa for the 2017 Outback Bowl? Come on back for more after this. We're going to take a real quick break. This is Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike. Come on back for more. We'll cap off the 2016-2017 season for the Iowa Hawkeye football team. Hawkeye's mic programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy! <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer, protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings, moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ooh, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Welcome back to the bowl edition of Quick Hits for the 2016-2017 Iowa Hawkeye football season. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin, here on Hawkeyes Mike, broadcasting Iowa athletics for over 10 years here on Hawkeyes Mike, HawkeyesMike.com. Following us on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike. Following me on Twitter as well at Tyler Chumlin. The Hawkeyes trailing Florida 10 to 3 in the 2017 Outback Bowl. Hawkeyes get the ball back, get the ball to start the second half after deferring in the first half, desperately needing to get the offense rolling, need to get the passing game going. Nothing doing really for CJ Beathard in that first half. Plus, he's hurt. Came up really, really injured, limping big time after a very tough play trying to get the ball across the end zone. Ultimately, Iowa goes for it on fourth down at the goal line. Loss of two yards. Flips the field. Florida scores two possessions later. That's how we have our score 10-3. to Iowa gets the ball at their own 25 to start the second half. Daniels runs for one yard to the 26. Second nine. Daniels, he's tackled for a loss of six yards to the Iowa 20. Fumble forced by Davis. Tight end George Kittle gets on the football though at the Iowa 20. Third and 15. Bethard drops. Hits Icram wildly out of the backfield for an 18 yards down to the Iowa 38. That moves the sticks and negates the loss on the last play. First and 10, Wadley runs for five yards to the Iowa 43. He's met by McMillan. 
Second and five from the 43-yard line. Wadley runs for 11 yards this time. Another first down Iowa. First and 10. Daniels gets five. Second and five. Daniels again gets 10 this time to the floor to 31. Iowa getting a nice push. Another first down. Moves the sticks. First and 10. Wadley gets two this time. Second and eight. Bethard drops. Gets Riley McCarron for 11 yards to the floor to 18-yard line. Another first down. It's the first catch in this football game by an Iowa wide receiver, not running back or tight end. That's Riley McCarron to open up the first second half. First and 10, Wadley again for three yards to the floor to 15. Hawkeyes take a timeout. They want to regroup. They've got to get something moving here. Second and seven, Daniels runs for three yards to the to the floor to 12. Third and four, Daniels runs for no gain to the floor to 12-yard line. Hawkeye fans are upset after Iowa goes for it with a run play on third and floor, third and four from the floor to 12. On fourth and four, Iowa comes out to attempt the field goal with Keith Duncan from 30. He misses wide right spots at the Florida 20. Ouch. Iowa shoots themselves in the foot again. 13 plays, 63 yards, 725 time elapsed. Iowa one of three so far in the red zone. They were over 92% from the red zone. They were ranked number ninth in the country going in in that stat. One of three. That's not good. Florida gets the ball back at their own 20. 735 remaining in the in the third quarter. On first and 10, Appleby gets Callaway for one yard. Second and nine. Thompson this time runs for two, seven yards to the Florida 28-yard line. He's stopped by Hesse. Third and two. Scarlett runs for two yards to the Florida 30. That's first down Florida to the Florida 41. That's a first down. He's tackled by Jewel on first and 10. Scarlett again runs for five yards to the Florida 46-yard line. He's met by Anthony Gare. Second and five. Quarterback Curry, Jaleel Johnson. Appleby gets rid of it. Looking for Powell. Nothing happening. Third and five. Pass complete by Appleby. Hits Swain. 24 yards to the Iowa 30-yard line. First down Florida. Iowa with a chance to stop him on third down. Can't get it done. First and 10 from the Iowa 30. Appleby hits Goolsby this time for 21 yards down to the Iowa 9. First down Florida again. Brandon Snyder with the tackle. First and goal from the 9. Appleby gets Cleveland for 9 yards. Penalty illegal motion after Cleveland scores the touchdown for Florida. Ouch. That brings them back to first and goal from the 14. Scarlett runs for 2 yards to the Iowa 12. Penalty on Florida again this time. Illegal formation again by Florida. Florida. First and goal. Pirine runs for three yards to the Iowa 16. Second and goal. Appleby hits Callaway. Ten yards to the Iowa 6. He's pushed out of bounds. Third and goal. Appleby looking. Goolsby. He gets open. Six yards into the end zone. Touchdown, Florida. A handful of big plays leads to the touchdown by Goolsby. Florida has two penalties. Iowa still allows them to score. PAT's good. 17-3. Gators over Iowa. 12 plays, 80 yards, 647. Time elapsed on that drive. Here's Desmond King, the senior quarterback for the Hawkeyes, talking about how big plays were really detrimental in this football game. They're fixable moments, but they were detrimental. You know, they had, they had a couple big plays. You know, that's, that's what's going to hurt you if you uh, let any big plays out. Um, we had a couple missed tackles on the touchdown that they had, and, uh, you know, that's what it is. And, you know, that's, that's very correctable, you know, something that, you know, the team can do. So, I mean, uh, you know, that's pretty much what it is. 17-3, Florida leads over Iowa. 
48 seconds remaining in the the third quarter. 48 seconds is all after two possessions. Iowa possessing the ball for nearly half the quarter and Florida possessing the ball for nearly the other half of the quarter. But Gators up 17 to three. A 21 yard return from Desmond King as he fielded the ball um, at the at the end zone. So Iowa takes over at their own tw- at their own 21 yard line, first and 10 as the third quarter is winding down. Wadley runs for 15 yards on first down to the 36. First and 10 again from 36. Wadley gets two yards to the 38. That's going to do it for us on the third quarter. Florida up 17-3 to over the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa desperately needing to get something rolling on the offensive side of the ball. C.J. Beathard still limping all up and down the field. Hawkeye fans are concerned, wondering what's going on. Is it time to put Nathan Stanley in there? Beathard's going to tough it out. Second and eight, starting the fourth quarter. Beathard looking for Kittle. Can't get him. Third and eight, Beathard drops back. Looks Gardner from Florida steps in front of the football at the 42. Gardner runs it 58 yards back, sees Paydirt in the end zone. Beathard pick six. 24-3 after the Pinheiro PAT is good. Here's Beathard afterward regarding the injury and not taking himself out, even though he clearly was injured, and that definitely contributed to him throwing this pick six. I wasn't going to do that, no, especially my last game. Um, it may be a different game, possibly, but no, that, that's not you know, something I am on. If I could stay in and play the game, I was going to do that. He just didn't look like the same C.J. Beathard that we've come to know, and it results in the ball going the opposite direction for the Florida touchdown. Four plays, 17 yards, 104 seconds. Time elapsed for the Iowa Hawkeyes on that possession. Florida was dinged for unsportsmanlike conduct on that play. Um, after the touchdown by Taylor, uh, 15 yards. They kick off. Desmond King fields it at about the goal line. He returns it 49 yards to, to around midfield. So Iowa has a nice starting field position. A lot of Hawkeye fans thinking Beathard's coming out. He does not come out of the football game. First and 10, Beathard, incomplete pass. Second and 10, Wadley, runs for a loss of one. Third and 11. Beathard incomplete pass. He's hurried by Ivy. He's hobbled. He can barely do anything. Three and out. Fourth and 11 from the 48-yard line of Iowa. Ron Caluzis, who's been really, really good over the past few weeks, hits a punt 14 yards. Yes, I said that correctly. 14 yards to the Florida 38, where it goes out of bounds. That's three plays, minus one yard, 107 time elapsed for Iowa. Not good for the offense. Florida takes over. At their own 38-yard line, 13-37 remaining in the football game. Scarlet Runs for eight yards. The Florida 46. He's tackled by Neiman. Second and two, Appleby. Pass complete. Looking for Callaway. Gets him for one yard to the Florida 47. Tackled by Jewel. Third and one, Scarlett. Runs for no gain. Nice stop by the Iowa defense here. Fourth and one. Delay of game. Florida goes ahead and takes the delay of game back to their own 42. Fourth and six. Townsend this time. Punts at 46 yards to the Iowa 12. Desmond King fair catches it. Three plays, four yards, 206. Time elapsed. Iowa's defense is trying to get him back in the game. Slow down 24. To three. First and ten from their own 12. Beathard looking for Riley McCarron, but he, Riley McCarron's held. It's an incomplete pass, but it's going to get Iowa some yardage. Ten yards to be exact. First and ten from their own 22. Beathard drops. Looking. Gardner steps in front of the football. Again, his second interception. He takes this one back 30 yards to the Iowa 7. He's pushed out of bounds by Ward. The drive results in another turnover. Florida taking over inside the 10-yard line. One play, 10 yards, 20 seconds, time elapsed, 11-11 remaining in the football game, 
first and goal from the seven of Iowa. Scarlet runs, gets a loss of two yards. Desmond King with a nice tackle, nice play on defense. Second and goal from the nine. Appleby runs for one yard to the Iowa eight. He's pushed out of bounds by Jewel. Third and goal. Appleby, incomplete pass, looking for Thompson. He's hurried by Anthony Nelson. That brings up a field goal attempt here. Fourth and goal from the eight. Pinero's field goal sails through 27 to three. Clock reads 946. Four plays, minus one yard, 125. Time elapsed. Iowa's defense really not playing terribly poor um, in the fourth quarter, but the offense giving the ball up, really putting them in a tough spot. Iowa gets the ball back after the touchback kick at their own 25. Wildly runs for five yards to the 30. Second five Wildly again this time, 16 yards to the 46. That's a first down. He's tackled by Ivy. First and 10, Bethard looking for Daniels. Can't get him. Second and 10, Wildly runs for five yards to the floor to 49. Third and five, Bethard drops back. Another pick. McMillan picks off Bethard, returns at 23 yards to the Iowa 36-yard line. He's tackled by Jay Shield. Zuniga hurried Bethard. Bethard hobbled in this game. I've mentioned it. Couldn't believe he didn't come out of this game. I was not the only one that couldn't believe it. Five plays, 26 yards, 210 time elapsed. It's 27-3. Florida trouncing Iowa. Florida takes over at the Iowa 36 with 736 remaining. P. Ryan runs for three yards. Second and seven, P. Ryan again for three yards. Third and four, Appleby drops back looking for Swain. Can't get a Nathan Budgeto with the stop. Fourth and four, Pinheiro comes on for the attempt from 48. It's good. 30-3. to Florida leads Iowa. Four plays, six yards, 139. Time elapsed. Touchback kick by Pinheiro. 557 left in the football game at the Iowa 25. Wadley runs for no gain to the Iowa. Back to the same goal line at the 25. Second and 10, Bethard incomplete pass. Third and 10, Bethard incomplete pass. Fourth and 10, Kaluzzi punts at 45 yards to the floor to 30. Callaway returns at 20 yards to midfield. That's where Florida takes over. C.J. Beathard is still in this football game. They're getting killed, and he's injured, and Kirk Ferentz and his staff elect to keep Beathard in the football game. Hawkeye fans are beside themselves. 5-0-1 left. The defense steps up yet again, though. They force Florida to go three and out. Iowa takes over after a nice punt down to the two-yard line at their own two, with 2.58 remaining in the football game and their season. Daniels goes for three yards on first down. Daniels again for four yards on second and seven. Iowa takes a timeout with 1.30 remaining. Uh, Nathan Stanley pass looking for Kittle. Can't hit him. Uh, Stanley finally in the game, by the way. Fourth and three, Kaluzzi punts at 46 yards down to the Florida 45. It's down. Florida says, you know what? Minute 12, we're just going to kneel. It's game over. Florida Gators 30, Iowa Hawkeyes 3. Iowa gets run off the field at the Outback Bowl by the Florida Gators. Now, you can look at this a lot of ways, and and really what it was is it it was the same exact storyline as the Penn State debacle earlier this season. Iowa let it get away from them. They let it keep spiraling out of control, and eventually they were losing by three touchdowns. You can blame a lot of things. You can blame, you know, the defense letdowns on big plays. You can blame Beathard and his inability to complete passes and then his injury. You can also blame um, Iowa's inability to maximize the run, maximize play calls out of the run with play action. But ultimately, Florida was the tougher team in this football game, and Florida won the game handily. I mean, you look at a 30-3 to win, it's not a good showing for the Iowa Hawkeyes. This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike, the final one of this season. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Follow along with us on Twitter, at Hawkeyes Mike. We've got a lot of great stuff coming up for you uh, for basketball season, as well as wrestling season, as well as next season for football. I mean, even in between with baseball this summer, really looking forward to covering a lot of these Iowa athletics coming up. Uh, a lot of great stuff happening at Hawkeyes Mike. Not great stuff for the Iowa Hawkeyes. They fall to Florida 30-3 to in the 2017 Outback Bowl for the 2016 season. Let's go ahead and get into some stats for this 
football game. Total offensive yards for the Florida Gators. 331 yards on 57 total plays. 11 first downs on the day. Iowa only 226 yards on 65 plays. 14 first downs for the Hawkeyes. Rushing Florida 109 yards on 32 attempts. Iowa 171 yards on 41 attempts. Passing Florida 14-25 with two picks early on in the game. Only resulted in three points. 222 total passing yards. Now this is bad. Hold your breath. Iowa 7-24. of 24, Three picks. No touchdowns. Only 55 passing yards on the day. Florida's defense is very good. Kirk Ferentz was asked about this after the game. And well, I'll just let Kirk Ferentz do the talking about this. Florida's defense is pretty good. Here's the head Hawkeye, Kirk Ferentz. About Florida's defense? I, th- I think they're pretty good. I, you know, I thought that coming in and, uh, you know, after watching them in live, I'd say the same thing. We get great respect for their team, their coaches. Uh, they, they played really well today. Ferentz on Florida's defense. Fumbles on the day. Both teams had a fumble. Neither one turned the ball over on the fumble. Uh, Florida, eight penalties for 60 yards. Iowa only had one penalty for 10 yards on the day. Time of possession, Iowa won that category 31-15 to 28-45. Uh, still lost the game, though. Third down third down conversions, Iowa 4 of 16. Florida 6 of 15. Fourth downs, Iowa 0 of 1. Florida didn't have any fourth downs. Red zone scores, Florida 2 for 2 from the red zone. Uh, one touchdown and one field goal. Um, in the red zone. Iowa, one of three. I mentioned it earlier. They were top 10 in the country in red zone scoring this year. One of three is not top 10. Uh, They were about 92% on the season. That's not going to get it done, especially when you can't convert um, from inside the two-yard line as well as missing a field goal. Not good by Iowa. Sacks on the day. Florida had a sack for seven yards. Iowa, three sacks, 19 yards for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Individual statistics for the Gators. Scarlett, 14 carries, 94 yards on the day. P. Ryan had seven carries for 19. Callaway had one for six. Thompson had two for four in the uh, team rush at the end of the game for minus three yards. Passing Appleby, not a great day by any means, but he had enough to get it done. 14 to 25, two picks, two touchdowns, 222 yards, a long pass of 85 yards. Receiving Callaway, a nice little day, seven catches for 55 yards. Goolsby had the touchdown. He had another catch as well, 27 total yards for Goolsby. Powell, two catches, 15 yards. Thompson, one for 85 and a touchdown. Swain had one for 24 and Cleveland had one for 16. Iowa rushing. Akram Wadley, not a not a bad day at all for Wadley. 22 carries, 115 total yards. LaShawn Daniels, 15 carries for 45 yards. Uh, Beathard had four carries for seven, yard, uh, seven yards lost, 18 yards gained, 11 total yards for Beathard. Um, obviously injured. After the game, uh, Akram Wadley left it open, basically saying that he was 50-50 uh, about going pro. They're going to lose Daniels anyway. He's a senior. Here's a clip from Akram Wadley after the football game discussing his NFL prospects and whether or not he's going to stay in Iowa City or go pro. Yeah, definitely. Just, um, just going to keep praying and keep working. Um, I can't control that with, with, with others. I only control what I do. And, um, I know I'm going to keep praying and keep working hard and train hard. And um, I'm going to just what's that like for you let it, let it um, you know, leave kind of there. I don't think I give a ton of opinion on this show, really. But um, if it were me, I think if I'm Wadley, I think I'd definitely come back. Iowa's got a lot coming back. He would definitely be the guy coming back. Uh, could improve his draft position from the fourth or fifth round uh, to being potentially a first or second round pick. But that's just my opinion. Um, it's a tough decision to be made. And he basically said that he's going to try and make the decision quickly. If he does make the decision, I will say this. Um, he should make it very, very quickly. Get an agent. Get to the combine. And try to make it, make the best of his opportunity. But again, if it were me, I would still come 
come back to school. Passing, Bethard, not a good day. In fact, it was a horrible day for the senior quarterback. 7 of 23, three interceptions, no touchdowns, sacked once on the day. Long pass of 18 yards, total passing yards, 55 yards for the senior quarterback, Bethard. Nathan Stanley came in. He was 0 for 1 on the game. Now, the big storyline after this Outback Bowl is whether or not C.J. Bethard should have come out of the game. He was obviously injured. He was already having not a great day, obviously injured. I think it resulted in at least one of the interceptions that he threw um, down the stretch, whether it was the pick six or one of the other two. But here's Kirk Ferentz after the game on keeping C.J. Bethard, his senior quarterback, in the football game. You know, if he, uh, first of all, he thought he could go back and play, and uh, which he always does. Uh, but then secondly, when he was playing, certainly he was limited in what he could do. You know, he wasn't going to run, but uh, uh, you know, he wanted to compete. And I think we certainly owe that to him. You know, he's had a tremendous career and laid it out there for us uh, game in and game out. Well, I mean, he's always going to say he's going to play. I mean, if he had a broken leg, that, that would be his answer. We, we've uh, had a lot of tough guys come through the University of Iowa, play football, at least in my 27 years, and he's, he's right up there at the top. I mean, it'll come any tougher. So that, that's our, you know, we have to look and see, you know, what it looks like. And if he's going to be at harm's way, uh, then we're going to get him out of there, certainly. And the first, first and foremost, there's a medical decision to be made by the doctors and trainers. And uh, uh, so it starts there. But, uh, you know, if he could go, he was allowed to go, much like last year. He played limited last year. And, you know, it's just a tough way for him and all the seniors to finish up because, again, I can't, I can't compliment uh, those guys enough, you know, and whether it's, you know, C.J. Beathard or, you know, guys that weren't starters, just uh, what, what a great group. So that part's tough. But that's yeah, part of football. We all signed up, and, and uh, you know, the good news is all those guys will move on. They've got a great future in front of all 14. I'm just, I'm really, uh, it's been a pleasure to work with them. Kirk Ferentz on leaving his injured quarterback, C.J. Beathard, in the football game. Receiving-wise, Wadley out of the backfield had four catches for 21 yards. George Kittle had a catch for 18 yards. Peter Picard had a catch for five yards. And Riley McCarron, the only wide receiver on Iowa's entire roster who had a catch in this football game, one catch for 11 yards. Ron Caluzzi, seven punts with an average of 39.3. That average is way out of whack because he had that 14-yarder. Caluzzi had a pretty good day. Um, I would not be surprised if Caluzzi gets a shot somewhere if he decides to try to go pro. He's had a very, very good season for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Definitely a positive, definitely a bright spot. Do I sound like Kirk Ferentz? I think I probably do a little bit. Uh, field goals, Keith Duncan was one of two. Uh, he hit his first one from 36, missed the other one from 30 yards um, at the end of the game as well. Defensively, Josie Jewell, surprise, surprise, led all tacklers with 10 total tackles. He had one sack and one pass breakup. Desmond King had five tackles in his swan song, one tackle for loss, and Desmond King had an interception. Nice way for him to end his career with the Iowa Hawkeyes. Snyder had five tackles. He had a pick and a forced fumble on the day. Anthony Gare had four tackles. Uh, Josh Jackson had three tackles and a tackle for loss. Bo Bauer had three tackles. Um... Parker Hesse had three tackles. Ben Neiman had three tackles. Nathan Budget had two. Faith Cackety had two. Amani Hooker had a tackle. Kevin Ward had a tackle. Jay Shield had a tackle. Anthony Nelson had a tackle. Uh, and it was a sack. Uh, Aaron Menz had a tackle for a sack as well. And Jaleel Johnson only had one tackle, but he was definitely disruptive uh, with two quarterback hurries in this football game. The Iowa Hawkeyes fall to the Florida Gators. Not a, not a good showing. 30-3 to in the 2017 Outback Bowl. And where does Iowa go from here? It's definitely a question 
question that is going to be brought up quite a bit. And Iowa's 0-5 in their last five bowl games. Uh, Kirk Ferentz has the big contract. That's going to continue to be, no matter how much we don't like it, no matter how much a lot of people really don't like it, um, that's going to continue to be the narrative uh, when people talk about this Iowa football program, this Iowa football team, is where Kirk Ferentz's contract is at, what's going to end up happening with his contract, um, how much longer is he going to do this. The guy's name that I haven't even mentioned on this program really yet is Greg Davis, the offensive coordinator. Iowa's offense really sputtered at times this season. The passing attack was horrid. Uh, C.J. Beathard regressed big time, if you ask me, in my opinion. Uh, the passing offense should have been much better, especially considering the fact that Iowa had two 1,000-yard rushers for the first time in program history. Uh, Daniels and Wadley had up-and-down games all season long. There were a couple times this year where I asked Akram Wadley, and Daniels for that matter, what, you know, what happened to the running attack? I think at one point in time, I think it was after the North Dakota State game, he was as blunt as he could be, man. Next question. You know, don't ask me that. I don't know. Um, so it makes you kind of wonder where Greg Davis falls in all of this and where Iowa ends up. Eight and five. Was it a successful season? I'm not really sure if you say it's a successful season or not. Um, we're going to hear it from Kirk Ferentz here coming up a little bit on the program um, about that very thing. This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. Follow us on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin, on Twitter at Tyler Chumlin. Uh, overall team statistics, the Iowa Hawkeyes had, had a pretty up and down season um, if you really get down to it. The total offensive yardage, they uh, they were outscored by their opponent or outgained by their opponents, 4,565 to 4,225. Uh, scoring, they outscored their opponents um, barely this season. It's it's tough when you have, you know, 24.9 to 18.8 when you play Iowa's schedule. It's not a good schedule. It kind of makes you wonder, you know, what this team's going to look like next year because they're going to lose Beathard. They're going to lose Daniels. King is gone. Johnson's gone. They're going to lose a handful of other players. It looks like Matt Vandenberg is going to be back. Who knows where Akram Wadley ends up. All the linebackers are back. They're going to bring back some nice nice pieces in the middle. I think Anthony Nelson and uh, Matt Nelson are great attributes on the defensive side of the ball. A lot of the offensive line is back. You lose Kittle, but you bring back a couple guys and Peter Picard who finally got his first catch in the Outback Bowl of his career. And I think Noah Font can have a nice career with Iowa as well. But things are up in the air on both sides of the ball. And when you have two 1,000-yard rushers, you kind of wonder where things go from here. And as I mentioned, you know, th- these guys were good. These guys had good Iowa careers. Wadley averaged 6.4 yards per carry or yards per carry this season. Daniels averaged five yards per carry. Both guys had 10 touchdowns. Both guys had long touchdowns. Wadley was long with 75. Daniels was 67. Uh, they both rushed over a thousand yards, as I mentioned. But if Wadley goes pro, Toksa Kinderbody's the guy. And I don't know if you can get away with a Nathan Stanley Toksa Kinderbody backfield. I just don't know. It'll be interesting to see where Matt Vandenberg falls in all of this as well because he's going to have to be one of those leading uh, cogs to try and bring Nathan Stanley along. Now, before I wrap the program up, we're going to hear from Kirk Ferentz here coming up in a little bit as well. I want to talk about Beathard. Overall, C.J. Beathard with a terrific career. Absolutely phenomenal career. Um, right from the game notes, you can see he meant a lot to this program. Finished his career with a record of 21-7. and seven. Uh, That's the best all-time winning percentage among quarterbacks of 20 or more career starts in Iowa history. 21 wins. I'm as a starting quarterback. Ties Matt Rogers and Drew Tate for third all-time. Uh, only Chuck Long had 34 and stands. He had 26. Uh, one more games as Iowa's starting quarterback. Beathard, 4-5 and five all-time versus AP Top 25. One of five players in program history to throw for 40 or more touchdown passes in a career. Uh, the list is pretty good. It's Chuck Long, Drew Tate, Ricky Stanzi, and Rodgers. Um, Stan- Beathard had a, cr- had a tremendous career. He really did. Plus, they won a ton of football games. And that's what matters at this level is winning football games. Where Beathard ends up going forward, I'm not sure. Uh, we'll see where his draft stock is now. I think it's p- probably plummeted this season. I know a lot of people were talking 
talking about where his draft could be. They were talking about, you know, as high as second, third, fourth best quarterbacks in this draft class. Um, Definitely not the case anymore, um, but he's got a live arm. We'll see if the injuries come back to bite him. If he can get healthy and go to the combine and show out well, I think he can probably get taken somewhere um, in the draft, and then hopefully he'll get a chance. Uh, But Beathard finished the season. 170, 301. That's only a 56.5 percentage, uh, 17 touchdowns on the year, um, played in all 13 games, was injured at the end. But um, C.J. Beathard had a very, very nice career. Um, the other guy that I want to mention is Desmond King. It's unbelievable watching a guy like Desmond King play this football game, uh, play as well as he has for as long as he has. Uh, the kid was special. I remember sitting at um, at the Iowa State game four years ago when as a freshman he made that unbelievable interception. Kid, kids made some great plays. Uh, it's too bad that he wasn't voted unanimous all unanimous All-American, and his name's not going to be up on the wall in the press box, but talk to some of these people that have been around the Iowa program for 20, 30, 40 years, and Desmond King is as good, if not better, um, than most <laughs> defensive players um, in the history of Iowa's program. So, Desmond King, he'll probably be drafted in the first round. We'll see where King ends up. But let's put a nice big bow on this season for the Iowa Hawkeyes. To start that, let's go ahead and play the evaluating success game. Here's Kirk Ferentz after the game when asked, which he has been many, many, many times over the years, how does he define success? Was this a season a success? Here's Ferentz on evaluating success. Yeah, you know, I, I evaluate seasons on a lot of things, not just wins and losses. That's certainly part of the criteria and uh, in the court of po- popular opinion. That's certainly a big, big part of it, and I get that. I understand that. But the, the little things that uh, the team's doing, the way they uh, operate, the way they work. And, and again, I mean, you know, we didn't. this game didn't turn out the way we wanted to, but I'm not so sure just right now what I would change this month. I think the guys really did a good job with their preparation. thought our plan was good. I thought our game plan was good. Yeah, and there were just some things that we didn't execute and you know those little details mean, mean a big big a great deal to us I mean they're just really important for us but again I, I just you know I'm proud of our football team I think we had a good football team and uh, just really proud of them the big storyline each and every year postseason for the Hawkeyes is the guys that they're losing also the guys they're bringing back but more importantly the guys lo- they're losing right after the bowl game and after talking about the seniors and I always like to play these clips because I always think it means a lot I think it gets overlooked in college athletics especially that these relationships are important these kids and these coaches care they absolutely want to win each and every game, but the bond that they build with each other is incredibly important. Uh, if you spend any time around any athlete in any level, and I'm talking Division Two all the way up uh, through FBS in college sports, you really see that bond and that that familial relationship uh, that these guys have. And I think I think the one thing that Kirk Ferentz um, has with his players, and I think one of the things that gets overlooked nationally, especially, is what Kirk Ferentz does to make these make these players and these young kids into real men. Um, here's Kirk Ferentz talking about how proud he is of his seniors after after the Outback Bowl, even though they lost the game 30-3. to uh, On and off the field, they've done an outstanding job, and, and that all starts with our seniors. We had 14 outstanding seniors on this football team. Uh, going back to January, there's just, uh, they've been working hard, uh, doing a great job, and just really, really proud of them. Very appreciative of their efforts, and again, all the things they've done off the field, on the field, academically, character, you know, whatever it is, and then football-wise. You know, it's uh, 20 wins in two years now, 35 in the last four years in their career, so uh, I think just all you had to do is look at that fourth quarter. You see uh, the effort of a guy like Desmond King, one of our most notable players, Jaleel Johnson. Other side, uh, you know, LaShawn doing what he did. Uh, C.J. Beathard, you know, playing not at full strength, but just uh, what, what toughness and courage he's got. So I go through the list of all 14 guys. Just really proud of them and very, very appreciative of their, all they've done throughout their careers. Now I give you a feel-good moment, but we've got to play a bad clip or one that might frustrate you a little bit if you're an Iowa fan. And I have to do that because they lost the game 30-3. to One of those seniors at Kirk Ferentz was talking about is LaShun Daniels, and I've had, a, it's been a pleasure covering LaShun Daniels uh, for his entire career. I, I think back to when Brandon Sheriff was at Iowa a few years ago, and um, I remember asking Daniels at, at media
media day. What's it like playing behind Sheriff? And Daniel's response was, oh, it's kind of like playing PlayStation. He's he's a character. He's a, he's a great kid. Uh, Iowa's going to continue to reap the benefit of having LaShun Daniels because his brother James Daniels, I think he's going to have a very, very special career at Iowa. But one of the themes going forward is going to be where does this Iowa team, where are they left at? They lost five bowl games in a row. And I want to know why. What happened? How does this keep happening? How does Iowa keep getting run off the field after a month to prepare? Kirk Ferentz has six bowl wins. That's a lot. Uh, I don't, uh, he he's in the top five current FBS coaches in bowl wins. Here's LaShun Daniels after the Outback Bowl, losing losing to Florida 30-3. to Here's here's what his answer is. You'll find out it's not really a good answer. Here's his answer. I mean, I mean if I had the answers, uh, we I would have definitely used them to use, put them to use today. Right. Um, you know, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, I felt that we were ready. Uh, you know, we were practicing well and all that, and I felt that you know, we were prepared. And, I mean, obviously, in the, it kind of showed in the first half because, we you know, we were going back and forth, and we were moving the ball at times, and, but we had opportunities, and we just didn't finish. So, um, you know, that's obviously something that, that this team for next year is going to have to do better at, you know, just finishing when it comes to bowl games and, you know, when you have opportunities like that, when you have opportunities to play a great team such as Florida, uh, you have obviously have to cash in on opportunities like that. Senior running back LaShun Daniels, there really is no answer to why Iowa keeps struggling in bowl games. It's not easy. It's not easy, easy at all, folks. Um, that's going to do it. The Hawkeyes finish 8-5 and five on the 2016-2017 season. We've had a lot of fun covering this team this year. Up and down, roller coaster ride of the season. Losses to North Dakota State, Northwestern, but they get wins over Michigan when they're ranked in the top three, and Nebraska when they're 16th. They slaughter them at home to finish the season, and it was a fun year, but there's a lot of work to be done. We'll see what happens this offseason. We'll see what happens in the recruiting period opens up here in a few weeks uh, for the Hawkeyes as well. But I've had a lot of fun with quick hits. As I mentioned earlier on this program, we're going to have a ton of good stuff coming up for you on Hawkeyes Mike here um, in the foreseeable future for basketball as well as wrestling. We're going to continue to cover the Hawkeyes as much as we possibly can. Hawkeyes Mike's been covering um, Iowa program, the Iowa program with unique sports coverage for over 10 years. We couldn't do it without you guys. We love your interactions on Twitter. We love all the uh, interactions back and forth. It's great. So follow along with us on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike. Um, I'm Tyler Chumlin follow me on Twitter at Tyler Chumlin as well. Uh, pleasure hosting you guys. Looking forward to doing this again next football season. It's been a real thrill. So, so long. Thank you for listening. Check out all the great stuff at HawkeyesMike.com. This has been Quick Hits. This is Hawkeyes Mike. And broadcast school has really paid off. Are you looking for a new, rewarding career with great benefits? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides great career opportunities with wages starting at $20 an hour, including benefits. Give TNK a call today at 319-848-4191 or toll free at 1-800-383-7663 to begin your roofing career today. $20 per hour starting wage, including benefits. You can't beat that. Give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll free 1-800-383-7663. 383-7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing, a proud union company and member of Built by Pros in Eastern Iowa. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC.